we gather together in worship and, uh, and in prayer, and we begin that time um, in prayer. We welcome those who are listening on the, through the website to the service on this snowy day, and uh, for this portion of our worship together, we share in prayers. And as always, we'll begin that time uh, uh, by going through our, the responsive reading in our bulletin. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Let us pray. Show us your mercy, Lord. Lord, save your people. Bless us, for we are yours. Lord, give us peace in all the world. For only you, Lord, make us dwell in safety. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten. Nor the hope of the poor be destroyed. Create in us clean hearts, O God. And uphold us with the willing spirit. Gracious and loving God, we come together on this day. And on every day, whether it's in church or in our homes or wherever we are, Lord, we come together as your people. We know not only in a sanctuary, but in all times and in all places, we can raise our voice in prayer to you. And so at this time, we come to you with our hearts filled. Prayers of concern and prayers of celebration, prayers for people close to home and people far away. We pray for those who are struggling in the midst of this snow we've been having again and again and again. Those who uh, suffer economically because of the snow through their work or in other ways. Those who have a hard time getting out and are feeling isolated. Those who just feel burdened by it and overwhelmed by it. For whatever ways, Lord, we feel filled up and overwhelmed, uh, allow us to sense that peace that passes all understanding that only comes through you. Give us patience and perseverance. We come together praying for folks within our church family, with the family and friends of Jerry Gibson, a past pastor, for Ann Cobb and for Abiot Moyo, for others within our church family who are going through illness or grief or isolation. We pray, Lord, for the family, and friends of Risa Phillips. We pray, Lord, for Katie's daughter-in-law. We pray for the pastor of the church that Tim was at before and that had his house burned down. And Just, Lord, ask that you be with all of us as we go through challenges in our life, as we go through difficulties. As we trudge through the snow, Lord, allow us to know that no matter how we trudge through whatever we need to get through in our life, that you hold on to us, that you give us the strength we need and the comfort we need to face whatever we face. We thank you to be able to gather in prayer again, whether we're in church today or whether we're at home today, wherever we are. Allow us to have a prayer-filled life Allow us to depend on you. And it's in that spirit of dependence that we come together and pray as a family of God, as we pray together that prayer that Jesus taught, as we pray saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. 
and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Now the gospel passage. The gospel reading this morning comes from Matthew chapter 17, verses 1 through 8. Six days later, Jesus took with him Peter and James and his brother John and led them up a high mountain by themselves. And he was transfigured before them, and his face shone like the sun and his clothes became dazzling white. Suddenly there appeared to them Moses and Elijah talking with him. Then Peter said to Jesus, Lord, it is good for us to be here if you wish. I will make three dwellings here, one for you one for Moses, and one for Elijah. While he was still speaking, suddenly a bright cloud came and overshadowed them, and from the cloud a voice said, This is my son, the beloved. With him I am well pleased. Listen to him. When the disciples heard this, they fell to the ground and were overcome by fear. But Jesus came and touched them, saying, Get up and do not be afraid. And when they looked up, they saw no one except Jesus himself alone. Our New Testament lesson comes from 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 3 through 6 in our pew Bibles on page, starting on page 169. And even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing In their case, the God of this world has blinded the minds of the unbelievers to keep them from seeing the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God. For we do not proclaim ourselves, we proclaim Jesus Christ as Lord and ourselves as your slaves for Jesus' sake. For it is the God who said, let light shine out of the darkness that was shown in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. May God bless the reading, the understanding, and the living of these God's holy words. Amen. Let us uh, begin in the spirit of prayer. May the words of my mouth and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable into your sight, O Lord, our strength, our rock, our love, and our redeemer. Amen. At the end of this week, our youngest son, Blaine, will be celebrating his 19th birthday. But it seems like only yesterday I was sitting in a chair in a hospital room holding this little blanket in my arms. Inside that blanket were two blue eyes looking straight into mine. I remember those same sort of eyes uh, when our older son, Ben, was born to as if it was only like the day before yesterday. Those little boys with their little hands and little feet, they're definitely not little anymore, either hands or feet. I I, I could keep them at that time so safe and secure when they were babies, literally in my hands. Of course, over the years, they and I learned that I couldn't always protect them from the bumps and bruises of life. 
from heartache and from illness. I realize, as a pastor, that I can't control the weather. I try. <laughs> that there are things outside of our control that brings challenge in our life. That snow does come, no matter what we can do about it. As wonderful as my life is, there are times when I think back to those perfect love-filled times when, when our children were young, babies, when the fall was here. Does anyone remember the fall? It was a beautiful fall. I think back to those times in my life when it seemed like everything was in my control. But I realize you can never go back, that things change in this life and that we are and should be transformed by those changes. We're asked to move, be, to move forward and to live and to love in new ways. Now this was, is a discovery for Peter in our gospel passage from the 17th chapter of Matthew. A discovery for Peter and James and John. They're there up on that mountain with Jesus when before their eyes Jesus has his whole appearance Change. He is transfigured, and his clothes become a dazzling white. Then Elijah and Moses appear, and Jesus begins talking to them. In the midst of all this action, Peter just cannot control himself any longer, and he says, hold on, let me just build a few dwelling places here, and we'll just hang up. This is perfect. Let's just stay up here on this mountaintop, and we'll just build these places. We'll just live up here, and we'll... Every day will be just the right day. We won't have to worry about that everyday stuff down there off the mountain where we have to deal with the difficulties of getting through day by day. Peter must have thought to himself, if we can just stay safe on this mountain, we won't have to deal with all the stuff Jesus keeps talking about. We won't have to go down off this mountain onto the cross in Jerusalem that Jesus keeps talking about. These three disciples were like three starstruck boys after a first date. It can't get better than this. Many of you, I'm sure, have felt that feeling of exhilaration or certainly seen someone with their head in the clouds, right? What a wonderful feeling that is. We can't deny that. But at some point, this infatuation must lead to something deeper. It must lead to a fuller relationship. At some point, you have to come back to earth. And that's the point Jesus was making when he leads his disciples off that mountaintop in the clouds. The disciples thought they had seen it all. And yet Jesus knew that it was just the beginning. God says, this is my son who I love. God also says, listen to him. Come off the mountaintop. Come back to earth. You can't always look heavenward at the brilliant radiance of God or else 
we'll get blinded. At some point, as Paul wrote in that second letter to the Corinthians, you have to let that light of God shine through us. We need ourselves to be transfigured, to be changed. We need to live out what we know. We can't be in church every Sunday. Sometimes things keep us from being in church every Sunday. Snowstorms, I can't think of anything else but snowstorms, and maybe there's some other reasons you can't be in church on Sunday. But church needs to be in you every day. The living Christ needs to be in you every day, whether you're in church on Sunday or not whether in church on Monday or Tuesday or Wednesday or Thursday or Friday or Saturday or not, a living and loving God needs to be in us no matter where we are, no matter what time it is. Now that's easier said than done. You know, I think with Valentine's Day yesterday, probably all of us can remember this ritual that I was thinking about this week that we had in school about passing out Valentines. I'm not sure if they do it anymore, but remember you would make a whole bunch of little valentines, and, and I have to tell you that I can remember not really being very interested in the whole thing. My mother kind of made me do it, and I would like sign my name, and I kind of walked through the class like flipping valentines to people, you know, and, and there was not much thought uh, behind these valentines that I was putting out. Maybe there was one or two I made a little note on, I won't go into that detail, but most of them were not thought about a lot. That might have worked in class, but God calls us to do more than that. That's sometimes the way we live our life. We can't just keep talking about loving others, flipping words about love here and there, but not really living out our actions. There has to be some meaning behind what it means to love one another and to love God. Genuine love and genuine faith, for that matter, is not only about thinking about the other person, or thinking about faith. It's not just about sitting in the pews in church and listening about love and listening about faith. Love and faith is about action. It's about what Jesus is talking about. It's about coming down to earth, to the nitty-gritty of life. We can't be some sort of love vacuum, taking all of God's love in, but keeping it nicely safe inside us. Thinking that we can control it, thinking that we own it. Instead, like Jesus and his disciples, we need to feel the warmth, feel the power of God's love and let it shine through us to others. You know, I think about this Sunday before Ash Wednesday, there will be an Ash Wednesday service uh, this week at 7 o'clock. I think about this Sunday before Ash Wednesday and we need to remember that ashes were traditionally put on a new convert to Christianity. These were put on to mark them as Christians, as a sign of their repentance, of their turning toward a new relationship with Christ, as being, you might say, transfigured into a new relationship based on God's love. Now this week, you may or may not receive ashes on your forehead, but I hope this week and every week people will see something about you. Feel something about you that will mark you just as clearly as any ashes. 
I hope people will know you are a Christian by the way God's love moves you through whatever bumps and bruises, through whatever snow or sun, through whatever heartache or joy you might face. I hope people see that you are marked by God's love, by the way God's light shines through your heart and through your mind and through your lives. Feel God's love. Feel the mountaintop of God's love for you. And then come down and share the beauty and the glory and the grace of that love. Let it shine. People need it this week. If it snows again this week, people will need it. I don't, it doesn't matter. Even if it's sunny all week, people need God's love today. We have it in this church, but you have it in your hearts. Share it. Feel it and share it in all that you do. Let us pray. Gracious and loving God, we thank you for bringing us together on this uh, Sunday. And again, even if we couldn't make it, but we're listening, we thank you, Lord, that we are together in your light, together, together in your spirit, alive and enlightened with, a possibility, with the possibilities of your love in our life. Help us to plow through whatever we need to plow through. Help us to shovel away all those things that keep us down. Help us to clear a path to a future of hope and promise. Help us to see your light shine, independent of our day. We pray these prayers in Jesus' name. Amen. Just a few announcements before we continue the service and for those who are listening. Uh, Shrove Tuesday Pancake Dinner. This Tuesday, um, there is, it's going to happen, um, I hope and pray, <laughs> um, that there's not another storm. At 6 o'clock, folks, I'm sure will come a little early to start helping. If you, um, there is a sign-up sheet. If you're listening, email the church office at... Um, office at H-E-U-M-C and let us know you're coming uh, and uh, be a part of that Shrove Tuesday Pancake Dinner. Some of you were part of that Exploring the Bible Introduction to the Journey. On uh, last Tuesday, we'll be meeting right after that pancake. We'll stuff ourselves with pancakes and talk about the Bible. It's always a good thing to do. Ash Wednesday, this Wednesday, 7 o'clock here. Um, is there anything else you want to share about that? Ash Wednesday, 7 o'clock. Uh, you'll see if, um, that there is a men's breakfast on February 26th, the women's group on February 24th. We had a wonderful time at the Living in Balance singles group yesterday at the museum in Harvard and a number of other things happening during March. Uh, you can see those in the email newsletter. Um, also, lastly, just mentioned for anyone's interested in joining, we'll have a new membership introduction or information session on March 1st after church. Um, sandwich Ministry next Saturday, February 21st. For those who are interested, um, you can uh, see again the newsletter, um, email newsletter and email page Manning about that if you can come and help or the church office. I think those are the announcements for today. And uh, we thank you for uh, 
uh, being a part of the ministry of the church on this and every day. And now we will join in our next hymn, Shine, Jesus, Shine.